Well, good day and welcome to Holding Fast. Great to have you in the podcast today. We're celebrating some a special milestone in the history of the church, at least I am today. Uh, when I'm releasing this podcast, it, was, it occurred just the day before. Uh, but we normally know this as Reformation Sunday. 504 years ago this year, 1517, a Roman Catholic monk named Martin Luther came out of the medieval dark ages uh, in, 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 in slavery and bondage to a church that had become so corrupt by the influence of false teaching uh, of the city of Rome with all of its pagans and its uh, false religions and had become so corrupted by that. And Martin Luther uh, is a unique individual who God equipped to be able to bring us to where we are today. Most Bible-believing Christians today owe a lot to this man who made the choice to uh, honor what the Word of God says as the foremost and single most important authority on what we should believe and how we should act. Uh, he was not a perfect man. He'd be the first one to admit that to you, but he is one who God uniquely used to be able to give us a great foundation and a, a rebooting of our vision of what's most important according to Scripture. So, 504 years ago, October the 31st, 1517, on the eve of All Saints Day, a day we know today is Halloween, but it, that means All Hallows' Eve, uh, Halloween, October 31st, a young Roman Catholic priest by the name of Martin Luther <clears throat> posted on the door of the Castle Church in Wittenberg, Germany, a list of 95 statements or uh, theses that re and requested a meeting of the church leaders to discuss and debate the substance of these 95 theses. It was a real dramatic act that led to huge changes, drastic changes in terms of his own thought processes. Uh, the Bible says in Romans chapter 3, which incidentally uh, was a, a passage that impacted Martin Luther and started him thinking differently as a Roman Catholic monk. He literally began translating the Bible in the, the book of Romans, in fact, uh, for the read into German for the reading of the people that were in his parish there in Germany. And as he began translating the Bible from Latin into German so that his people could read the Bible itself, God did an astounding work in his heart. And he began to see things, began, began to see truths in the Bible that were just a hostile antagonistic towards what the Roman Catholic Church had come to teach. And one of those passages is in Romans chapter 3, verse 21. But now the righteousness of God without the law, literally apart from the law, is manifested. In other words, it's been displayed, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. Even the righteousness of God, which is by faith in Jesus Christ unto all and upon all them that believe, for there is no difference. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely, literally without a cause, by his grace, meaning a gift, through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God has set forth to be a propitiation 
That's a, a satisfaction through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God. To declare, I say, at this time his righteousness that he might be just and the justifier of him which believeth in Jesus. Essentially, what Martin Luther read in that passage was that the things that he had been taught to believe, uh, the work salvation that he had come to hold true, was actually uh, contradictory to what the scriptures themselves say. Um, he wanted to discuss this and many things among the church leaders at that time. And when he nailed these topics of discussion to the church door that day on October 31st, uh, it began a chain reaction that resulted in the events that we know today as the Protestant Reformation. And arguably, it boiled down to what is our source of truth. My podcast today is not a diatribe against the Roman Catholicism. It's literally uh, an assertion that we only have one source of right and wrong, of what is true and what is false. And that is the Word of God. It's not some organization. It's not some institution. But the Word of God is the final right answer for all that we believe and practice. It's the touchstone of truth. There is nothing else that is reliable. It is the Word of God produced by the Spirit of God introduced into the mind of humanity. So we as Bible-believing people are recipients of the blessings that resulted from Martin Luther's uh, discovery, rediscovery perhaps is a better word, of uh, the abuses and the corruption, both doctrinal and moral, that had turned the Roman church away from the truth. It's interesting, we, we learn a lot about Martin Luther when we look into history. Uh, it wasn't too long ago that the Arts and Entertainment Network on TV listed what they considered to be the most influential people of the past millennium. Uh, they list number one, Gutenberg, for his invention of the movable-type printing press that made books readily available and, and affordable, really, for the first time, instead of being hand-copied. Number two, they list Isaac Newton for his work in science and physics and astronomy. Number three, they list Martin Luther, who brought religious education to the common people. And he's really credited for laying the foundation of democracy. Uh, so Martin Luther is a significant personality in our history. Well, when he posted uh, those 95 theses and topics for discussion... It was really a culmination of a long personal struggle that had been fermenting within Luther's soul and his spirit for several years. Uh, the Roman church had taught that salvation was in an organization instead of a person. That's a significant thing. The church had evolved within a pagan polytheistic society in Rome and adopted a lot of anti-scriptural doctrines, views of Mary, views of sin, views of, of uh, Christianity that, that distorted the, the gospel and really veiled it, made it hazy with, with liturgy and ceremonies. And uh, it led hundreds of thousands away from the source of salvation, not to it. 
And so the pure doctrine of the Bible was corrupted by traditions of the church fathers and other sources of truth. The church taught people to fear God in the worst sense of the word. It's not it's it's unchanged to this day. Then the church used that fear to control the people to get them to submit to the church and obey all the teachings and rules of the church. And the church used that fear to to amass tremendous wealth and power for the Pope in Rome and for the Roman Catholic Church, which was the only church in Europe at the time. There may have been pockets of Bible-believing people, but uh, nonetheless, that was the vast majority of people who would go under the umbrella of Christianity. Well, let me come back to Martin Luther now. As a young man, Luther decided early on that he didn't want to spend all of eternity in hell and suffering, so he set out to make himself right and pleasing before God. He actually left a promising future in law school. He took on the disciplines of becoming an, an Augustinian monk. He continued his schooling and was ordained as a priest in the church. Later, he actually even earned his Ph.D. in Bible and theology, and eventually he became a professor at the University of Wittenberg in Germany, one of the new and upcoming, upcoming, up-and-coming schools of the, of the church. But through all of this, Luther just did not seem to be able to find what he wanted the most, what he longed for, what his heart really craved and searched for was this peace with God and a sense of assurance and rest for his troubled spirit seemed no matter how hard he tried to be good and obedient to the commands of God and the church no matter how hard he strived to do everything that a Christian was supposed to do he realized he was still a sinner and there seemed to be no relief for the empty place in his soul. I'm going to resume this in the next podcast. want to give you time to meditate on that. Perhaps you're looking for peace today and you just simply haven't been able to find it. Maybe you've been uh, searching in religions and, and your own self-efforts to be able to accomplish that. And I want to tell you today, I want you to discover what Martin Luther did, that salvation is by grace, a gift through God, uh, uh, by God, from God, excuse me, through Jesus Christ, His Son. He gives us perfect peace when we submit to Him. More about this in the next podcast. Why don't you pray today and thank the Lord that salvation is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. God bless you.